on this episode of the Girl Talk podcast. Maybe it means that if we feel like we're not good enough, we need to go back and re-examine the character of God to see who he is and what, how he feels about us to get our identity right. Listening to the Girl Talk podcast. My name is Carol. I'm Kelly. I'm Trisha. And we're so glad that you are here today. We're mm-hmm. going to be answering a listener question that was posed, I think, on the Facebook page, girlfriend's page, maybe, um, from our friend Alicia, who we love so, yes. so much. Big hugs oh, to you. Wish. Thank you so much for being such a faithful listener to the Girl Talk podcast. If you've been around Girl Talk for a long time, you'll remember when we first started, Alicia mm-hmm. was sitting in the Kelly seat. And um, so Alicia right. got us got us started. So we appreciate appreciate you still sticking with us. And Mm -hmm. she said, she posed such a great question. And I think this is something we all um, either probably secretly secretly struggle with. um, And that is when your best isn't good enough. Mm. And that's the question she posed. What do you, have you ever felt like your, your best isn't good enough? Mm, And so let's all answer Mm -hmm. that question individually. I know I have, um, I, I, I feel like, I've go through seasons in different areas of my life. And what I mean by that is spiritually, physically, mm-hmm. emotionally, mentally. I feel like I go mm-hmm. through seasons of not feeling good enough in each one of those seasons at different mm-hmm. times. Does that make sense? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah absolutely. Uh, what about you, TK? I feel like I have absolutely felt that mm-hmm. many times. Mm-hmm. And it comes down to the different roles that mm-hmm. I think I yeah. have in my life right. as a wife, as a mom, as an employee, as a friend, mm-hmm. as a sister, you know, all of those things uh, I have felt at one time or another that I just wasn't good enough. I mm-hmm. wasn't cutting it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yes, I have certainly felt that in those roles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. Uh, every single role at some point in time, I've felt that way. And I think especially we as women, we wear a lot of different hats. We mm-hmm. and we try to do all things well, all of them. all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, at least that's how I am motivated. Um, And so I feel like I'm always failing at something. There's always something I'm not doing good enough during that season, um, something I'm not measuring up in. Mm -hmm. It's it's almost that um, word picture of plates spinning. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, when you Mm -hmm. have one spinning, it's doing really well, then two others are falling off Mm -hmm. somewhere. And so let's let's speak to that, because I, I think it's important that we get what is at the heart of not feeling like your good is good enough. I think you have to look at, uh, you know, I, I think what I was getting at too was essentially what y'all said, roles, mm-hmm. the roles mm-hmm. that we play. And I go back to this quote that I heard years ago, and I think Andy Stanley said it. I'm not 100% on that, but I think Andy Stanley said it in one of his leadership books. He said, don't cheat where you're unique. Mm-hmm. And what he meant yeah. by that was in our roles as moms, in you guys' roles as wives, you know, uh, we can we we can cheat in other places, and I don't mean cheat in the in a bad way, but I mean you you cannot give your full attention and time to other things that are secondary, but give your full attention to your to your family and to the things that you've been called to. So I think that's probably one of the things that comes to my mind when I think about not being enough. But even in that area, I don't feel like I'm enough, even if I'm giving giving my full time and right, attention. Yeah. Because I think the rewards that we get from those places are not as 
great as the rewards we get in other places. I think Mm -hmm. that's accurate. I think you hit on something there, at least for me. If I am doing well in some area, let's Mm -hmm. say work is going well and I'm getting good feedback or I'm feeling like things are going well there, then I'm going to want to spend more of my time and my attention there than I am going to be parenting because my teenager is not liking me right now. And so I have to watch out for shortchanging that area of my life because I'm not feeling as much feedback and positivity from that role as I am from this other one. Mm. And I think that's how real problems can happen Mm. if you feel like one area of your life isn't really firing on all cylinders and so you sort of ignore it because Mm. it doesn't Mm. feel good. The next thing you know, for me at least, worse worse things can happen. Mm -hmm. That's right, fractures in relationships and things like that. So being aware of when I'm feeling more fulfilled in one role and shortchanging others I think is important. I think another thing to remember too that's really important is that we are not um, called to be perfect. No. And I think that's one of the things we learn when we are um, growing up and we're playing sports that we try really, really hard to be the best we can at whatever sport it is that we play or whatever thing it is that we learn to do. We learn we we play tennis, for oh. instance, and we try to win every single match yes. or we are the best. We want to be the best musician. We want to be the mm-hmm. best singer. We want to be, you know, whatever it is mm-hmm. that we're good at. We want to be the best mm-hmm. at it. And um, only a few people get to go and get gold medals in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so. There's only a few people that really do get to that place where they are the best. The rest of us are always going to fall short. And so if we can Mm -hmm. remind ourselves back to that, that we are really called to work hard at whatever it is that we're called to do. Um, But we're not called to be the best. We're not called to be the one that always wins the gold medal in everything that we do, especially not all at the same time. So there are two things that are sticking out to me in in the comments that you guys are making. One is identity. Mm. Mm. Like you can't base your identity on the roles that you play. Those are roles. Those are things that you do, but they're not who you are. The other thing is validation. I think you, you, Mm -hmm. you know, mentioned how that can be dangerous. I think our natural human instinct is to gravitate towards those things that reward us in ways that we, um, respond well to you know, emotionally that's, often. that's why kids get participation trophies now right, yeah. you know yeah. i mean everybody gets a trophy mm-hmm. um just for showing up and and i think we're a lot kinder with our kids than we are with ourselves in that in that way right yeah you know um well, along those lines, I think we're we're better, we're harder on ourselves than anybody else is mm-hmm. around us anyway. Yeah. You know, yeah. if we're not, for instance, at work, if we feel like we're not measuring up at work, yeah. that doesn't mean our manager doesn't think we're doing, knocking it out of the park. You right. Know, it's, it's true. Especially if you're a driven individual, you want to be, um, you want to be the best. And we have a tendency to to um, be the hardest on ourselves. Yeah. What it comes down to me, and it's it's overlapped on exactly what you all are talking about. For me, it's expectations. Mm -hmm. What am I expecting? How will I know that I'm good enough? Mm -hmm. That to me is a question I have to keep coming back to. There's always going to be somebody better at me than tennis, as an example. There's always going to be somebody I can look at on social media and go, oh, well, they're doing a lot better than I am Mm -hmm. in uh, their role as a mother or a wife or whatever it is. It's these expectations. And what is it that I'm that I'm expecting of myself? How will I know that I'm good enough? You know, we're setting unattainable things for ourselves. Yeah. 
Well, we live in a, a society that scores everything from your sleep to your exercise. That's a good point. To your likes. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the and quality of the food that you the, right? serve your Prepare. family for dinner. Yes. I mean, like everything is a scorecard. Yeah. And so I think we've unfortunately um, given in to that social pressure of everything. We, we, we get a report card at the end of the day. And mm-hmm. if you didn't make straight A's, then you made straight F's. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's the reality of how we feel about ourselves Um, when our best isn't good enough. But there is a frustration there, at least for me, when you're trying your best and you're worn out and you're tired and you're giving as much as you can and you do not feel like that is enough. So where do you go from there? Like, Where do you guys find that you can kind of dust yourself off and regain perspective to to do the next thing? Mm -hmm. Because that can be a very frustrating place for us all. Yeah. I think a lot of it, it gets back to the expectations, yeah. too. And yeah. in the different circumstances that you're looking at, um, wherever it is you feel like you're failing, checking those expectations, whether it's expectations mm-hmm. that you've placed upon yourself or maybe it's somebody else. Maybe you feel like you're failing as a wife. Mm-hmm. You know, go to your husband and say, mm-hmm. hey, I feel like mm-hmm. I'm failing as a wife. What can I do better? And maybe what you'll actually get is that validation of, no, you're doing an excellent job. Yeah. You, maybe you feel like you're failing at your job, going to your boss and saying, hey, I feel like yeah. I'm not performing. The, I feel like I'm failing. Like I'm not mm-hmm. measuring up to what you expect of me, what this organization expects of me. And get that better clarity, get yes. some sort of outside opinion to say, um, you are or no, you're not. And if you're if you're going to a safe place, maybe whoever that safe place is can also help you figure out how to correct it so mm-hmm. that you can do better or meet the expectations in a better way. Yeah. I think that's so true because in our own head, it's a dangerous place. Yes. Mm-hmm. If we are not allowing any other words, we're just talking to ourselves. Mm-hmm. That can be a very dark place. So inviting someone else in is good. One of the questions that I have to continually ask myself regarding this situation is who am I trying to please? Mm-hmm. Who am I trying to please? Yeah. And Ultimately, it always goes back to I need to try to please Jesus. I, I just I just need that to be the standard. That's where I'm going. And then to have the humility to know that I am really not good enough, mm-hmm. but Jesus is. Right. So it's a two part thing. First of all, it's for me, it's assessing who am I trying to please mm-hmm. and then moving into embracing humility. Mm-hmm. That eventually I just have to say I can't do it. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. I can't do it on my own. Mm-hmm. I can do the things that God's called me to do. I can put effort in, but eventually I have to surrender and let Jesus take over in yeah. each and every mm-hmm. one of these roles mm-hmm. yeah. because I will never be good enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And mm-hmm. I think too that um, you just brought up the place I wanted to go to next was inviting God into that process mm-hmm. yeah. because I think if you go to him and say, what is your expectation of me mm-hmm. as a wife or what is your expectation of me as a parent or as a, a, an employee or mm-hmm. whatever role that we fill, you can find direction on that in God's word. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I know so many people probably some there's somebody listening to this podcast who like me, when people say that you kind of roll your eyes and be like, okay, here we go with the God thing again. But it really is true that if we get our identity firmly 
planted in who God says we are, it affects every other relationship, every other role that we play, because the the identity that we have is not up for grabs for all those different things to give us a score and say, you just fell short. You know? Right. You right. know, one of the things I struggle with, and I think a lot of people struggle with, is the whole um, idea of when you work, work as if you're working for the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, the Colossians 3.23 yeah. that says, mm-hmm. work as though you're working for the Lord. Well, if I'm going to work as if I'm working for the Lord, by golly, I'm bringing my A game because <laughs> it's Jesus. And yeah. I want to work as if I'm working for him. Yeah. Well, there can also be a lot of stress on that. Mm-hmm. A lot of guilt if I feel like I'm not measuring up because I want to serve him better than I serve anybody else. Yes. Um, so for me, that's that one filter. But then I have to counter that with God's character. And he says, you know, he is a God of grace mm-hmm. and a God of yes. mercy yes. and a God yes. of kindness. Yeah. yeah. And a God of love. And um, he he loves me. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he does want me to bring my best, mm-hmm. um, but he also knows that I need him in order to bring my best. Yeah. Yes. But it's so easy to sometimes get caught up in that guilt of, um, I want to work for the Lord, but I'm not bringing your best, my the best, the best of my best of my right. best. Right. I right. was what he deserves. I'd love to speak to that because I've had it too. And I just one thing that comes to my mind is that God is not surprised by our misses. Mm. He's not surprised right. by when yeah. we don't hit the mark. Mm. Um, he knows that uh, that we need him. And this gives me great peace. And I hope it does to you, too, that Jesus sees our hearts. Mm. He sees our desires, our, our desire both good to and bad. Him. Yeah, both good <laughs> and bad. But in this case, when you're thinking about I'm trying so hard and I'm not doing it and I'm not working as if for the Lord enough or I'm not. He sees that we're trying. Mm. And that gives me great peace to know just the way I see when my especially when my kids were little, you know, they couldn't move something heavy, but they Mm. were trying Mm -hmm. and I see their attempts Mm -hmm. and that warms my heart Mm -hmm. and I love them. And then it's my joy to then help them complete that thing that they couldn't do on their own. And I think Mm. that's how God thinks about us. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. why is it we don't see his character that way? We see him sitting up in heaven ready to squash us like a bug if we mess up. We we never default to his kindness and grace for us. That's Mm -hmm. not to say that we don't go after sin and mm-hmm. he doesn't hate sin because he does. And that's, that's clear. But I think that we lose the kindness and the character of yeah. God a lot mm-hmm. of times because we think he's only judgment mm-hmm. and we tend to default to that, especially when we don't measure up as women. I could say that mm-hmm. I yeah. think I'm speaking for most women who would say, I don't feel like I measure up in any area of my life. And I feel like God's disappointed in me. And that's what we default to instead of his kindness, his mm-hmm. grace yeah. and the love that he has for us. And he sees that we're trying and helps us move mountains mm-hmm. whenever we submit to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think part of that is the attacks of the enemy, mm-hmm. you know, that yeah. we let lies. We mm-hmm. let the lies of the enemy fill our ears and mm-hmm. we listen to him saying, oh, God just hates you. God's full of wrath mm-hmm. and God is judgment and um, not listening to God's word when he mm. says, um, I am a God of love and a God of kindness and I'm a God of justice. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, um, but at the same time, I'm also a God of grace and mercy. Yeah. Yeah. And God is just so different than what we 
understand yeah. Yeah. and what we Our experience. Of it, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it, it really takes faith to understand how good God is. Yeah. yeah. But that's the kind of faith that we want to cultivate. So maybe mm-hmm. we need to go back and re-study his character. I've got I, I've got a great mm-hmm. book on my bedside table, and it's by Jen Wilkin. And I cannot for the life of me remember the title, but it talks about the characteristics of mm-hmm. God. And it goes back and breaks those down mm-hmm. into bite-sized chunks to where we can really examine his character. Because a lot of people grow up in religious systems that are toxic and so they right. grow up with that kind of view of God that he's just ready waiting right. for his finger on the button of, up. Oh, you messed up, you screwed mm-hmm. up, that's it. And that's just not the God of the Bible. No. And so uh, maybe it means that if we feel like we're not good enough, we need to go back and reexamine the character of God to see who he is and what, mm-hmm. how he feels about us to get our identity right. Because I'll tell mm-hmm. you this, in all of my years of ministry and probably years too, um, I have seen young women grow up into older women who do not know where their identity lies. Mm-hmm. And they have caused their self a lot of heartache and pain because they've never settled that identity. Mm-hmm. Is that, do you think that's true? Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. I also think too, um, talking about God's character, God is not a God of shame. Ooh, that's my, that's my hot button right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And so it's, we have a tendency when we don't feel like we are good enough, when yeah. we're when our best is not enough, we take on shame for yeah. that, and that's not God's character. Yeah, and I t- I totally did that when y'all were talking about wives. Oh. <laughs> when y'all were talking about oh. being a good wife, that that shame came over my shoulder mm-hmm. and said, "Yeah, you have a failure in your past, and that's yeah. all you'll ever be." Right. You and know, so if you struggle the lies with the relationship, enemy. right, 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 but we tend to think that, and and we've been led to believe that that marks our life as a shameful life um but there again i will go to the woman at the well who Mm -hmm. wasn't just not married (laughs) she'd had a bunch of different partners and the one that she was with wasn't her husband you know and he had grace for her and met her where she was and um changed her life in that interaction and we we just don't see that when it comes to um, grace for ourselves. I think we're really quick to give it out to other people, but when it comes to ourselves, we're not as easily um, defaulted to grace. And again, yeah. that comes down to exploring God's character, yeah. mm-hmm. and it is He is not one of shame. Yeah. We've all had things in our lives that that do want to look over our shoulder and cry out, shame, shame, but that's not God. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. when we learn more about Him, we can let go of those voices. We can crowd them out with the truth that yeah. He is enough and he loves us enough and uh, and he's not calling us to shame. Yeah. So uh, just circle back around identity. Where's your identity? Mm. Where are you getting your validation from? Mm. Make sure that validation isn't at an unhealthy level where it starts to fracture other relationships. And maybe just maybe you get back to the character of God, to reexamining mm-hmm. his character and what he says about you. Anything else that you would kind of add to the cliff notes of this episode? That's great. Yeah, just examine those expectations. Oh, yeah. Let, right. let go of man-made expectations. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and quit comparing yourself mm-hmm. to other people yeah. who are in the same role, right. yeah. but in a different situation. Yeah. Right. You know, we all in this room are moms, but we're all in a totally different situation. Mm-hmm. I'm a mom to a girl. Y'all are mom to boys. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Can we I'll, trade? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some days, yes. <laughs> Other days, no. Um, but, you know, we all are in the same roles, but different situations. So give yourself grace as you look at other people who you think are crushing it as a mom or as a wife or as a single parent or as a friend. And, and give yourself grace because you do not know the truth of their situation like you know your own. So if you've got comments, questions, thank you, Alicia, again for this question. We appreciate you so much listening. If you got a question, make sure you put it on the Girlfriends of the Girl Talk page. Or if you're not a member of that group, you can go to the public um, Girl Talk page and post a question there. We love getting your questions because it helps us uh, understand what you're going through and what you want to hear about. And that kind of directs us here at the Girl Talk podcast. True. So thank you so much for being here. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to email us, you can do that at girltalk at thelightfm.org. And we'll save you a seat for the next time we gather around these microphones for the next Girl Talk podcast.